to everyone is stupid except us. I'm Ross. And I am Sean. And we are talking about uh, regular things that just sort of happen to us in our lives here on this podcast. Today, uh, in new news, uh, Sean has some qualms about traveling long distances to work because you've only ever had to do that once or twice in your life and you hate it. Mm -hmm. I had a couple of uh, things happened I, I bought a new car i did some other shenanigans uh my kid had a birthday party that i had to organize little things like that and i just had a couple of car questions because sean is a car guy wonder what's cool uh we're gonna argue because sean wants to talk about uh, electric vehicles again and i want to talk <laughs> about the legalization of weed in canada the two go hand in and hand then under eh, it's pre pretty much the same oh actually that is a good conversation because we can talk about how no one has figured out how to tell a, if you're driving under the influence of marijuana, mm -hmm. or B, if that matters at all. <laughs> and under the uh, WTF, uh, we've got a couple of um, mildly weird things in there, <laughs> and then a couple of uh, potential ideas for some inside jokes, or whether or not we bring any up while we're talking. That was kind of the uh, my main point of uh, of what are what are we talking about is going to be if we talk about things that we recognize no one else is going to understand. We'll just try to explain the inside jokes. That's what that part of it is going to be. I'm a little sleepy, so Sean's going to go first. What is what is your what is your problem with with driving far? Why don't you just listen to listen to for example podcasts? Well, I do in fact listen to this podcast, but since I have to listen to the same episode every day for 2 weeks, it uh, you know, and also I already know what is said because I say it. Um but here, Not to muddy the waters or cross-advertise, but I, I, I've heard that there are more podcasts than just ours. What? Who told yeah. you that? Uh, Leroy. Oh, well, what does he know? He listens to, like, 20. He's crazy. Yeah? I think he, he specifically drives you know, hours in the car so that he can get through all of his podcasts. Well, and I can't listen to them at work. He listens to them at work, and I can't do that. Wow, that must... I mean, he must have some daily ones. I mean, I, in all honesty, I do have, like half a dozen most of them are from the the how stuff works family of podcasts because mm -hmm. you know i'm a huge nerd um here's the deal though i mean two weeks ago two weeks ago i started this new job uh which entails for the first i don't know two to three months they want me to be in the office in the city which is an hour hour and 20 minutes from here and then after that i'm going to be moving to a, a more local office so it's kind of one of those things where uh, like people said oh why don't you just you know move closer to the city and i was like well i really don't want to do that because a i hate being in the city and b i am only going to be buying there. a house close to the city would cost twice it, as it much would as cost twice as much suck uh, twice as bad yeah and and you know it, ugh, i mean ugh but uh, <laughs> here's the thing though is I, I drive every morning it's not so bad i mean i did it before i did it eight months before when i was working in the city and i was living even further from there i was i was living at my parents house at the time because it was a student co-op position in the city and i was there for eight months and i mean you know you get used to it after a while and it's all about what you're used to so when i wrote these show notes it was like a week and a half ago and it was killing me whereas now it's just like ah whatever it's routine mm. and you're right if you have something to do and if i was working a job that required me to put in long hours like if i was doing you know eight or ten twelve hour days i absolutely would not want to be adding two hours of driving around that 
Yeah. Um, but especially this first couple of weeks, uh, you know, I got some other stuff going on, family stuff going on. So I have been doing relatively short days. So, you know, drive an hour, do five or six hours at work and then turn around and go home. Um, so it's, uh, it's not so bad, but it's kind of, you're right. Podcasts are pretty much the only thing or, or I'll put Google play on and just listen to some like high energy music. Usually that's on the way home because, you know, after a day of work and an hour and a half of driving, I still got a half an hour of driving left to go. And it's like this podcast about, you know, serial killers or, 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 you know, building blocks or whatever. It's just like, oh, this is putting me to sleep. And some of them are here, here is a long drawn out podcast about the spectrum between purple and blue. You know what? Like, I mean, if you've ever listened to how stuff works, it's an or uh, stuff you should know. It's a, it's a great podcast. And, um, you know, the two guys that do it are, are, are really interesting and, and they have a lot of good chemistry going between them. But so, and some of them are really interesting, but some of them are just like, man. This is like the hardest topic to make interesting, you know. It's nothing, nothing against those two guys because they do a good job, but it just you cannot make some of these topics interesting, and they try so hard, but it doesn't work. Well, I would hope that it would be at least something that they were interested in. I mean, God knows, I un, unless we totally sell out to uh, to corporate sponsorship, I don't feel like we would ever talk. Well, guess we got to talk about llama herding today Ooh, but see they yeah, that's... but that's exactly that that's something that that i would not be surprised to see on their podcast it's something that they don't i mean you can't be interested in enough things to build a podcast library with thousands of episodes because they've been doing this now for 10 years I so guess, yeah. <laughs> eventually you run out of stuff that are that, that's your own passion projects and you have to start doing podcasts about you know the number of dead bodies on mount everest or you know stuff like that it's i mean just, we're we're on episode five and we've literally run out of hobbies that we do right so <laughs> we, yeah they we're continue all, but it's just repeating ourselves yeah, so we have right, to talk about other stuff yeah right now we're back into oh let's talk about electric vehicles again and maybe we'll complain about stuff yep it's awesome well, the thing about for for driving into the city i i go in there kind of often but i only go in there like every two weeks because my family live in there i go visit my mom i go visit my sister but and, and I think to myself, oh, it's just driving into the city. It's not that bad. But when someone says, hey, you should come in tonight, uh, my brain will often say, oh, I just did that drive three days ago. Ugh, <laughs> I don't want to do it again. So if I was doing it five days a week, I would be ready to punch things. Yeah. And then <laughs> where you were that initial week. And then you again, you get used to it. Yeah. And then somehow everything's OK. But I, I do commiserate yeah. with it because I only do it often enough that i'm sort of oh here's a silly little novelty and i get to listen to this one thing and even then when i listen to something i listen to podcasts and i just think this because it's just a straight blast on the highway and Mm -hmm. you're just snore there's very little in the way of scenery or something interesting and there aren't even you know nice cars to look at that are passing you and it becomes the same drive every day so even if it was beautiful scenery eventually it's like yep there's that tree again (laughs) <laughs> no, I mean, it, for me, it's a total straight shot because I go right in on the one highway, I get off on one exit, and that exit turns into the place that I park. So it's it's super easy. And, you know, I, I, I miss the traffic every day because so, of the timing that I'm at. But still, if I had to sit and stop and go traffic, I would go nuts. Yeah, I think the traffic would easily make it worse. That's, that's for sure. So, Why does it say... Also, dental surgery is awesome. Oh, is dental, dental surgery is happened? awesome. Yeah, it's uh, my wife has had uh, dental surgery most recently. That is why I've been doing relatively short days. 
uh, this week because um, she had to have her wisdom teeth removed. And it was one of those scenarios where they hadn't actually come up through her gums. So for the past 20 some years, they've been impacted in there, grown in sideways, never came through. So they had to go digging mm-hmm. for them. It's, uh, it's, it's a great thing to have to have done. And, uh, you know, it's a lot of <laughs> everyone loves everyone loves, loves a good, de- a good round of dental, dental surgery. surgery. So, yeah, she's she's been not feeling the greatest, having bad reactions to the anesthetic and in a lot of pain. And uh, her uh, I'll see if I can uh, get her permission to send you a picture later. It's um, <laughs> it's uh, she, she, she's she's, you know, her, her cheeks are kind of swollen up like a chipmunk. And she has a lot of uh, now green and yellow bruising all over her face. Oh, yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I got my wisdom teeth out when I was around oh, God, 20. And yeah. I remember the, the facial bruising. And it yeah, sort like of sucked. Black the eyes and everything. I, it's The thing that I remember the most about that is uh, because mine were... Now, what was the story? Mine were, like, slightly too big to mm. be taken out by just be given, you know, the the, the laughing gas or the whatever, mm-hmm. the gas. Yeah. So I had it to be put fully under, under, yep. what do you call it, general anesthesia or whatever. Yep. So uh, they, they they wheel me in, you know, I'm there on the gurney, and they, and they bring me into this room, which pretty much just looks like a big observatory <laughs> thing where all the telescopes are pointed at your <laughs> face. And, I, and I'm laying there, and a guy comes up, and they and they stick me with a thing. He says, oh, hey, how's it going? I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm the anesthesiologist, and we'll talk to you, we'll let you know what I'm doing. We're just hooking you up to some big long chemical word i'm like all right dude fine you've done this a thousand times whatever and then he says all right and then uh, you know we're just gonna count down here and you'll be under do you have any questions about the procedure and i'm laying there too late now (laughs) but the thing was i did have a quit because i'm laying there and i've been while he was talking i was uh you know paying attention to other stuff and not paying attention to a thing he was saying of course because it's me yeah and what I was doing is I was listening to – because they had me uh, hooked up in the little finger thing. So I was listening to my heartbeat. Yeah. And it felt – you know, it was coming through all the big speakers. And it boop, boop. And I noticed – I've noticed this since I was a kid where you know, some, sometimes if you if you lie down a certain way, you can feel your heartbeat mm-hmm. much easier mm-hmm. than you would if you were just standing out in the middle of a field. <laughs> and I And I noticed that when you breathe in – your heartbeat gets faster, mm-hmm. and when you breathe out, it slows down a little bit. And so while I was listening to it, I rem- I, rem- I remembered that that was a question. I was curious about this. And this, you know, I was 20, so we'd only had the internet for about a half hour, so I wasn't, you know, auto-googling it on my on my smartphone. Uh, so he, the anesthesiologist says, do you have any questions? And I said, actually, yes. Mm-hmm. I wanted to know. You know, I'm listening to my heart rate, and I'm noticing that it, it gets faster as I breathe in, and it slows down as I breathe out. And I've always been curious about that. And he says, oh, yeah, okay, well, that's a really interesting question. Well, the reason that happens is, <laughs> and I was out. And I and we have had the internet for a good long time, but I've still never bothered to look up the sci- the actual science behind that, because I just like that story, too. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good one. <laughs> dental, dental surgery is fun. Yeah, it's a good time. It's a it good is- time. I have way too many dental surgery stories, so we'll save those for another time. Yeah, I, every time I look at the word surgery, I'm like dental sugary. Sugary? <laughs> no, I uh, I still oh, have my dental uh, sugary. I still have my wisdom teeth. I went into the doctor, to the dentist, when I was like 16 or 17 when they were coming in, and he's all like, uh, "Yeah, you got enough room for another set back there." I'm like, "Awesome." <laughs> so he says, "We're gonna take out your wisdom teeth," and you just whip out your switchblade and say, "I cut you." Yeah, I cut you so bad. He's my wisdom I cut teeth. You so bad. <laughs> I'm keeping these. <laughs> yeah, the only new thing that I've done, I bought uh, John's significant other's leftover car. Mm-hmm. 
which is going just fine. Smooth ride. It was an yeah. up-to-date, uh, more more modern car than the one I was driving. <laughs> more rot- more modern, less rotten. Oh, oh yeah, hopefully yes. And <laughs> at my kid's birthday, we went to a trampoline park. That was that was a good time. So a room. It's yeah, it's a room full of trampolines. Okay. And what they do is on every trampoline, they've got a little sign that says, uh, "Walk patiently around. Do not run across." Okay. And I'm thinking, yeah, yeah. So so you let. All the kids in, like five birthday parties at once. It is Lord of the Flies <laughs> on a rubber, uh, you know, like a, a rubber mat. And they're all bouncing all over the place. And then you put in these things <laughs> that are just, oh yeah, don't, don't cut corners while you're running through the room full of trampolines. Follow these nicely designated lines on the floor. <laughs> and that's not gonna work. Was that it? Get air, or was that at? Yes, yeah. that is the, that is the place. Yeah, good times. So the, the other thing there is that I'm I'm tempted to go back. Uh, and bring like you know grown uppy friends because yeah. you know it's 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 open in the afternoons, but apparently they also do kind of the the disco lighting you know club untis 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 kind of thing in the evening <laughs> time. So they oh from eight until eleven we go all I don't know trampoline park after dark brown chicken brown cow. Yeah, I'm watching some mm-hmm. videos of uh of their trampolines after dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's basically have- it, it's basically the same thing but with black lights. And yeah, I'm okay with that, but it's, also it's, it's hopefully, bowling without bowling. Hopefully, much also they for, have you know, a far bar? fewer tiny children because holy god, there they, were a lot of tiny children, and I just kept waiting for them all to get concussions. It is is this picture like mixed in here by accident, or do they have a bar? I did not see a bar while I was this there. This looks like a like a microbrewery built into the. This must be Google putting pictures in the wrong place. Let's hope. I mean, I told you about the axe throwing, and there's a bar there. Yes, I mean that's which that's kind of so maybe a, maybe yeah. just every establishment needs a bar. I mean, I, honestly, you need sure. a bar at the beginning of the dental surgery. Hey, as man, well, if you theme. have to take twenty kids to a trampoline park, you deserve a bar. I enjoyed my time. I didn't even bounce on the trampolines myself because it was like an additional. Was, hey, for thirty bucks, you can join the birthday party and bounce around. Said, no, <laughs> nah. I think I'll stand over here and just hold coats because that's probably what I'm going to end up doing anyway. I'll stay over here and not get injured. Standing at the sidelines is kind of that. That that is the role of a parent at a kid's birthday party. I feel it's just making sure no one is. They got some kid dressed up like a referee. Yeah, yeah. Uh, those those are the. Um, what would be the best way of putting that? Fun so, ambassadors. I, <laughs> I was going to say lifeguard, but yeah, fun ambassador is a much better word for it. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so yeah, like, I want to I take some, some grown-ups to that. That could be fun. That sounds like a good time. Yeah, so how, how's that going with your new car? You haven't blown it up or crashed it into things yet? Not blown it up. Um, I do have questions because it didn't come with hubcaps. It doesn't matter. That's what I thought, but then every now and then I hear people sort of saying, "Oh, well, this you know your rims got all rusted out because you didn't have the hubcaps on it." I thought, "Well, they're not waterproof." I don't know who would tell you that other than dummies. So yeah, what the f? Yeah, the rims got yeah, all rusted out because they're steel and it's Nova Scotia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the other the other one is is there a point to undercoating? Yes, so that your car doesn't rot out from under you. Mm. Mm. Uh, I keep hearing back and forth. It's like, oh, there's no point in getting it. Blah 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 blah. You, you find that on the internet because mm. usually when people say that, it's because they're from California. That's probably what I'm thinking. Yeah, or, yeah. We can go back and forth on. If you're in an area, it's true. There is. There's a. It's. It's kind of one of those things where you could make an argument that maybe it's one of those 
extra services that dealers offer that just to get more money out of your pocket when you buy a car. And that's probably true to a certain extent. However, if you live in, in only in Southern, yeah. In if, Southern you, if you live anywhere between like, you know, Nova Scotia and, and Maine, that's what they call the rust belt for a reason, because they dump absolutely insane amounts of salt on our roads. And it will literally eat your car from under you. Even if you have one of those fancy, um, electric corrosion inhibitor things which you know i make no judgment on those one way or the other i've never had one but i know that if you have bare metal and you expose it to salt water it's gonna rust that's why you put it electrified it it doesn't i mean (laughs) it's the same thing they have those corrosion inhibitors on uh ocean going vessels and you still have to paint them every couple of years or they will just corrode away to nothing well this coming winter, I have A, a car that is worthy of getting undercoated, mm-hmm. B, money to undercoat it, it's like, it's and like C, a, yeah. it's like the wherewithal bucks. to get it done. It's like 150 bucks to get a basic undercoating done on a vehicle. Just get it. Uh, the car's got too much stupid money. Yeah, it is what it is. It's going to cost you like $600 next time you need tires, so you know. Yep. 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 Speaking of stupid cars, <laughs> we can move on to what's cool. That was yeah. a good segue. And yeah. you can talk about your EV charger network. Well, yeah, it's kind of just an update on, on last time because this happened since the last time we recorded and I was all talking up my electric car fetish. Um, but yeah, Nova Scotia just released a press thingy said that they now have a nation or province wide it's not a wide province so you wouldn't say province wide a province long all the way from yarmouth (laughs) to cape breton i think we're allowed to still say province wide okay yarmouth to cape breton fast charger network now from uh the flow flo is the name of the company that provides the chargers and they're everywhere every few like every like 120 kilometers i think between yarmouth to Cape Breton. So there's like wow. 15 charge spots or something like that with these high... There's a lot more level 2 chargers, but these are level 3 chargers, the ones that can give you like a significant amount of charge in half an hour. But there still isn't a... Uh, what was it, a discount on buying an electric car? Like Not as of here. yet. This, I believe, could very easily be a preliminary, like almost step zero. Because the thing is, is the provincial... The provinces don't provide Ontario, Quebec... Uh, BC that have the incentives to buy uh, an electric vehicle, the provinces aren't giving those out of the goodness of their heart. They're doing them for a PR stunt. They're doing them because uh, the power companies... Re-election are, year. Yeah, just uh, any the, number of reasons. The power companies are giving a ton of money to, to the government, to the politicians or whoever, the lobbyists, to get these things pushed because they want your money rather than the oil comp- rather than giving it to the oil companies. Um, now, whether or not anything like that will come about, but it is it had been very upfront to say that the Nova Scotia Charger Network has been a Nova Scotia Power project. Nova Scotia Power is the driving force behind getting these put in place because again obviously nova scotia power would rather you have they have your money than the irvings but and things like this will get into place because nova scotia power have a lot of power over yeah they have governing absolutely and this this will happen i they've kind of said that this is like a almost a study to see how electric vehicle charging systems will affect the nova scotia power grid and basically, I would imagine if NSPI discovers that they can keep up with the charging uh, requirements, the power requirements of a large-scale charging network, you'll see probably not to the level that Ontario provides, because Ontario has a massive, like $14,000 
you can get back when you buy an EV there, which is the the highest of any of the provinces. Well, they, um, they've got a higher concentration of population than we do out here. Well, they do. They have more. There's they a have, number of reasons. Yeah, they have more people paying into taxes, and they have more reason because I mean, the if you look at the the concentration of people like in the the Ottawa Hall area and the people that are in the uh, Toronto area, it's you obviously are going to have more more desire to get fossil fuel burning vehicles off the road for you know environmental comfort reasons and and, and then also because there's more people pay into yeah. the taxes so but it's it's specific places like that that are pushing up the uh the eight spiders a night average exactly so that they are the eight spiders they are the eight, yeah if, if you uh if you don't the one percent if, if you don't if you don't eat eight spiders before you die and if you die and you've only eaten one spider eight spiders show up <laughs> Yeah, the remaining. They just, they just chuck them in the coffin. Yeah, the remaining seven. <laughs> wow. So, so yeah, that's uh, that's kind of cool. And you 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 touched on something really quick there, where I feel I, I don't know how long I felt this, but probably since my early twenties. Whenever something gets announced that seems or sounds benevolent and uh, useful or helpful or environmentally friendly on a on a massive scale, like even just a provincial wide scale, is it? Oh, we're doing this, and it's going to be a great network. Part of me, this little piece of my brain, usually a lot more, you know, far to the front says, yeah, okay, that does sound nice. And I can see, you know, the benefits of everything, but who's getting their pockets lined? Here? It doesn't have to be a zero sum game. Yeah, it, I, it, it can be absolutely. I, I immediately get cynical about it. It's absolute. But the thing is, is just because somebody is going to make money from having a Nova Scotia power electric vehicle charging network it doesn't mean that it's not also a good thing not everything has to be a hundred percent beneficent for it to be a good thing you know everything like you you know you could give money to to anyone but you know all of that money is not going to whoever it is that you intended to go to but enough of it is that you continue to do so true but you know our our current leaders right now i i would never think to myself you know like you said earlier i'm Pretty sure they wouldn't make any decisions out of the goodness of their heart. Oh, no, nobody like, does. They are not trying do, to do this for the betterment of the planet. No matter how many times they stand up in front of a, at a press conference and say, we are doing this because we need to care about our grandchildren. That could be, it could still be part of it. I mean, you could still be doing things because something you could do something because it's good for the environment. But, you know, also because you're going to get a bunch of money for doing it. It doesn't, you know, it, the two are not mutually exclusive is what I'm saying. I, I don't trust the selfless reasons nearly ever well i mean it obviously would, I mean. It, it wouldn't get done if it weren't for the selfish reasons but just because the selfish reasons exist don't mean that the self the selfless reasons are, are not there you know they're not doing it because like you know nova scotia power is not doing this because it's better for the environment because if that was the case we wouldn't still be burning a bunch of coal you know it it, it is yeah. what it is right they're doing it's, it because uh, they figured out a model that it is because they have opposed this and tried really hard for stuff like this not to go through because they were worried, oh, no one's going to want our stuff anymore. Oh, man. I think the power companies are going to come out as the winners regardless because new power generation techniques are always coming down the pipe. And, you know, it'll, it might take 50 years before any of them are actually in place. But sooner or later, fossil it's going to be the, the fossil fuel providers are the ones who are losing out in the long term just because mm-hmm. i mean it is what the power it is company's going to figure out a way to charge us more to and spend well, less absolutely to to absolutely that's just and that, that's I just mean, that's, that's the cynicism out again but that's or at least that's commerce that's, that's how of, yeah commerce and capitalism that's how capitalism works you don't you don't provide 
you know, I mean, in Canada, we don't provide socialized health care for altruistic reasons. We do it so we don't have a massive problem with sick people, you know, homeless people dying on the streets. You know, you can socialism is not done for altruistic reasons as much as it might seem on the on the on the surface of it that the U.S. system, as a contrast, is heartless and ours is like Santa Claus. Well, it doesn't work like that. It's just that someone, someone, some economist somewhere along the way sat down and said, "This is going to cost the nation less if we do it this way." It feels like there's three different ways of looking at commerce and capitalism where you you can. Where I feel is kind of in the middle where you look at it and you sort of say, yep, you know, fat cat's going to get make more money and someone with not enough is not going to make anything. And then on the, you know, the lower scale of things is, oh, they're making too much. I need to go and strike and they, you know, get the protest signs and they're angry at everybody and they want everything <laughs> to stop. And then there's the people who hear about commerce and capitalism and say, I need to get me some of this. And then they go buy a fancy suit and start selling off companies nine pieces at a time. You can either embrace it or oppose it or just be real about it. Just say, well, it's how it is. It is what it is, man. It's the best we got. Just going to get along. Speaking of socialism, you um, probably somewhere uh, later in the summer, you can stomp your way into the local place that sells you booze and alcohol and mm-hmm. get yourself a big bag of weed. <laughs> I mean, that might it, it, it might be, I, I believe it is more complicated than that. And I, I slowly... doubt, Well, it probably won't be a big bag of weed, but yeah, it's. I doubt it's going to be much more complicated than that. No, and so I'm. I honestly, I don't care. I, yeah, nor I. I only, I only care in the way that it feels like it's been a huge, not not fully a waste of time. No, but I, it's it, been I agree. Pretty it, much a waste of time for the law enforcement. It's agencies. been a hundred percent. I mean, the in, the enforcing of uh, you know, like marijuana law and stuff like that up until now has been a huge waste of time. And I think the police more or less know about that because you rarely. Maybe it's a local thing. I don't know if it's if it's where we live in terms of like the the town area or the provincial area or if it's a Canadian wide thing. But it seems like you never hear of somebody, you know, you, you'll hear of people getting busted with like two grams of coke, but you never hear of anybody ever getting busted with like half a pound of weed on them. You know, it's like that just doesn't unless you are have enough weed that you are clearly or or you know you're caught distributing it. Nobody ever gets in any trouble over or if they do it's it's a slap on the wrist it's minimal but the fact that all of our law enforcement stuff is tied up with like taking down grow ops and stuff like that you're right it's a huge waste of time but in my opinion it's also been a big waste of time for this whole like how many hour how many man hours person hours have we spent in in legislation and in in writing these new laws to legalize it when I or arguing I back almost, and forth about it every twelve seconds, I can almost guarantee you that when the day comes and they push this through, so that you can go into your LC and buy yourself a big bag of weed, nobody is going to do it <laughs> because it's going to continue. Well, first of all, it's going to continue to have the same stigma that it's had for ages. So people are not going to want to just go out in public and buy it. Like the people who weren't buying it before, right? The people for whom because it, for people. To people for whom it's a big deal, they're probably still going to not want to do it, and uh, by and large. But also, the government is going to have it taxed so heavily that it's still going to be cheaper to get a better product to go see, you know, Jeff down the street and get your however much you want for the weekend. And I, I expect you, it's going to continue to be like that. Yeah, if you simplify it kind of to... Uh, okay, I will simplify it all, all the way down to vegetables. 
where there are people who are sort of, oh, you buy your vegetables at the grocery store? No, I go and I get my artisanal uh, kumquats from this uh, organic farm that I have to drive four hours to in order to get that. And and then, you know, I, I am I am spending more for my for my my fruits and veggies that are healthier for me and better for me. And if you want to make a big deal about your vegetables or your big bag of weed, cool. Mm-hmm. Do what you like to do. Buy from whoever you feel and have a, have a good time. Mm-hmm. To, to, well, to, to that, I mean, I don't know what, where the analogy lies in that, but it's like most people, the vast majority of people just go over to Sobeys or Superstore, get their non-organic whatever the heck, fruit and vegetables from mexico or paraguay or morocco or wherever the frig where they and and then they take them home and they eat their crappy fruit and they're happy with that and then like you're right there's some people that go to like you know farmer bill's organic market and pay 12 dollars to buy local asparagus and that's cool too but like, where does this lie? Are you going to continue to go to these to these little private grow ops that are? Pr- the difference here, I think, is that the the Sobeys all the, you know the the mainstream grocery store kind of version of what will what weed will be is going to be going to the liquor store and buying it. Yeah, but it's it, going to be more expensive there than it would be to go to your little private. So if you could get a better product for cheaper in a private interaction i guess the only difference would be weed is not like some like some of these you know if you're buying crack there's a good chance you're going to get you know shot or knifed or something when you go out and try to buy it there's a better chance of of a drug deal going bad if you're buying something else other than like you're going to buy heroin or something like that right i mean that stuff that stuff's a little that's a that's a whole other class of of stuff is that because of the the addictive prom- properties of the chemical? Well, I, I, I yeah, I mean that's I I don't do any of it, so I can't tell you exactly. But you know, you know as well as I do, like every not everybody, but I mean it's not unheard of. One hundred percent of people we've polled. One hundred percent of the one guy I've talked to. <laughs> but it's it's kind of it's one of those things where you know people who have been doing it for a long amount of uh, for a long period of time are going to continue probably to go to the guy they've always gone to because they have a relationship with them. And why wouldn't they? Well, the, the boat, the best part about that I feel is that part of this legislation is that guy that everyone's been going to, they're going to get less harassed and arrested as well. Mm. Well, maybe because now, but the thing is, is now you're no longer just talking about a guy selling you know a narcotic or 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 however you want to classify whatever drug you're buying you're talking about a guy in direct competition with the government wow and they're gonna take a stronger stance on that because now now not only are you distributing an illicit substance you're distributing a substance that's no longer as illicit but you're taking money from the government and they they don't care for that the last 10 to 15 years has seen a huge rise in microbreweries yes but you know what? It's 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 a it's a different class of thing, because you can brew as much beer or wine as you want. If you want to sell it, you have to have a license. But you person mm-hmm. you personally could set up, you know, a hundred carboys in your basement and be making yourself all kinds of beer, as long as you can show I am not trafficking this. I am giving it away to friends, or I am consuming it myself. Pretty much. I mean, you. There, there's. I'm sure that at some point there's some limit they can say clearly you're you're selling this. You're making so much. Yeah, but and the thing there is that there is then a process you can go through. Say, all right, fine. I want to apply to be a small brewery or yeah. microbrew. In which yeah. case, you you pay taxes on what you sell, and. 
the, I think the government is okay with everybody as long as everyone's paying taxes. So if, but if my... they legislate this and keep pushing the grow ups into the shadows mm-hmm. where they almost have to fly under the radar, mm-hmm. then yes, that's just going to be a different kind of war. But if they find a way to legitimize it and make it easy for the grow ups to just say, all right, here you go. Here's a share of what I'm, of what I'm selling. The government's like, cool. I feel it could be that easy. Well, per- perhaps, but my point I was getting to was you can make as much beer and wine as you want, but if you start getting into making into distilling spirits, which is kind of closer to uh, like with the LC, I mean, the you in most provinces in Quebec in in Newfoundland, you can go to most gas stations or grocery stores and buy beer and wine. You can't do that here, but the, we're kind of an anomaly in that respect. But the you, last ones left. You absolutely cannot go and buy vodka anywhere other than the LC. And you can make your own moonshine, vodka, bourbon, whatever you're making, but you can only make a certain amount. I don't remember what it is. It's some it's some really small amount, like ten liters a year or something twenty liters a year, something like that, that you can make. And beyond that, you're now running up against taking money from the government and that will not stand. And if you if you're caught doing that, you're done. Mm. You you can you can apply to make you can apply for what most people do to get around that, which again is not really legal, but I have heard of people doing it, is you can apply to uh get a fuel alcohol um maker. <laughs> so basically you're you're saying, Oh, I'm only using I'm I'm distilling this moonshine and it's like, you know, hundred and sixty proof, but I'm only making it to run my small engines on. I'm not making it to drink. <laughs> Get my John Deere driving around. Though. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, yeah, okay. But anyway, I was just trying to see if I could figure out what the uh, price was to have a um, license. Like if you wanted to make your own microbrewery. To... And I, I was I was trying to look up a little bit more about what uh, individual sellers or growers of marijuana were allowed to do. And it was something like you can have three plants. Four three plants. plants or ten. Is it four? Four plants. That's what always was going to be. They might have changed it since then. Friend, friend of mine's been uh, looking vaguely into that and then says, well, like, how big of a plant? I mean, do you start with a little tiny thing? And what if it grows to be huge? And the government, the government says, wow, you got more than four plants here? And you're like, oh, check the roots. Hmm. There's only four. It seems like an arbitrary thing. Like, okay, taking it all, all the way to a, a weird place is when you go to the grocery store, you can buy, there are four different sizes of eggs. Mm-hmm. You can buy a carton of large, carton of extra large, carton of small. And yet every recipe says add one egg. Mm-hmm. Most recipes say one large egg. Most modern recipes, but yes, <laughs> modern. <laughs> Mo- you know, if you're not if you're not talking about things measured in like you know at a at a a yaffle of this and a <laughs> a honfa a, a hog a hog's head of of lard, <laughs> five hundred dollars to have a brew pub permit per year. So that's not doesn't seem to be hu- too huge. But again, more, yeah. so then it comes into it, does it cost something to to be a seller or a grower of marijuana? Yeah. I would imagine. Well, I mean, if you're, it depends. Like, if you're going I mean, to the ref, the refining process, know. are you? I don't know. It I can almost guarantee you that you... there will be some. If there's not going to be something in place immediately, there will be very shortly, or you'll start seeing things as like, oh, we have, yeah, there's actually 20 people that live here, and each of them have four plants. You know, just but, bake it and then you cut it up with the herb scissors. Have you seen those herb scissors and they got like six blades on them? They're like a Mach three, but they're scissors. Uh, nah. Yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty neat. Yeah, they're they're for you know if you if you have chives and things, they're just so they will cut up six slices of chives all at once. They're, I don't mean if you're gonna get a herb garden. Oh, absolutely. Can you think for you? Be great for your herb garden. 
So anyway, I'm, I'm not quite certain where the whole legalization of marijuana thing is going. Personally, I what I would like to see is the anarchist subculture or culture to be a little less douchey. Mm-hmm. That's the hope. Where every every year on April twentieth, you know, I just I don't want to go outside. It was like woo four twenty yeah four twenty please like, when you when you when four twenty is graffiti you're like oh check me out I'm such a rebel and I've hated that since I was young enough to be in that demographic you know when I was thirteen and trying to piss people off just to get attention yeah it still pissed me off I was like oh, this is stupid and I don't like doing it I'm gonna swear loudly and everyone's gonna stare at me yeah. Now I'm important. Feel good about myself. Yeah. Whole other conversation. Speaking of uh, douchebags and assholes, <laughs> the first topic in uh, WTF. <laughs> this is it's not exactly uh, like recent or anything, but it's something that's come up a couple of times recently. Where as soon as I heard about it, I said, "Come on, that's got to be fake." Is this is the first you've heard of this? No, I guess I heard of it maybe a month ago. Okay. And apparently it's been oh. quite I'm 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 new to the awareness <laughs> on this, but there's always something what, like this that has been around forever but all of a sudden comes to the forefront of your attention and you're like that can't be a real thing. Exactly. So no, it, I hear it, you. It almost comes in, I I envision two rather popular attractive people <laughs> sitting down next to each other Chad and, and they start yeah, and Chad and Stacey are having a chat. And saying, so, so, uh, hey, 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 nice arms. Oh, thanks. I just got my arms waxed. Oh, yeah, I can totally tell. Look at, look at shiny that. Oh, and you got the, the spray tan on there. Oh, I totally spray tan my arms after I wax them. Absolutely. And so, so I look like a Barbie doll. Look at that. It's like smooth, like wax. It's just awesome. All right, cool, cool, cool. Hey, hey, you ever, you ever think about doing that to your, uh, to your genitals there? You ever, you ever think about bronzing and, uh, and doing that to your... Oh, yeah, I've, I've done that before. Yeah, I wax it. You know, it's got a name for it. They call it the Brazilian. You get a Brazilian... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. You can see you wax that and get all get that all shined up like a, like a Ken doll's head. You know, done up like... A, like So your your junk looks like uh, like looks like Lego hair. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. what I'm doing. Oh, okay. Lego hair. So, um... <laughs> so it's a new thing I've tried. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you, what are you, what are you waxing now? You're gonna, you're gonna bronze your... Um, you bronze like your feet or something? Your, your toes? No, 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 no. I um, I got this uh, I got this little this little bottle of stuff, right? And you uh, see so you see so you see so you rub it on your, <laughs> you rub it on your butthole there, <laughs> and it uh, and it turns a lighter color. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm not not quite sure where you're going with this. No, 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 no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me yeah. out. So, so that when, when someone's like right up close, you know, you know, on, on, on first name terms with, with your butthole, they're not, they're not thinking, they're not thinking, Hey, the, um, this, uh, this, 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 this butthole doesn't match the flesh tones of the, uh, the butt skin immediately surrounding it, which, which would be embarrassing. Yeah, it'd be terrible. Terrible. I mean, that's just pff, you. Yeah, you're you're not invited to the club anymore after that. If someone finds out that your that your 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 <laughs> your starfish meat doesn't match the rest of the uh, yeah, it's a butthole wax. Uh, or butthole uh, bleaching is what you're talking about. Butthole bleaching. Yeah. It. I, I mean, it's okay. Piercing nipples. Sure. 
you know, did the nose, did the ears, did the lips, did every, you know, I've, I've seen, you know, eyebrows, cool. Put metal everywhere. Dudes are, oh, yeah, pierced my dick. I'm like, mm, not my thing, but hey, you want to put metal places, put metal places. Do whatever you like. Oh, yeah, I've got one in my belly button. Fine. Oh, I've torn all the hair off my body. I, you check me out. I look like a big, I'm like a, you know, I'm like a soft surfboard. Whoosh. Just mm. water just bounces right off me. Yeah, okay, cool. And then, and then I, and then I bleached my asshole. Yeah, I, but you. Uh, yeah, is it? No, I hear you. It's it's one I of mean, those things where it's like, why the coloration? Of, it's why is this an issue? Tattoos. Yeah. I like. I think this patch of my skin needs to be a different color. I need a big blue angle. You know what? Right I, there. I I can in all honesty. And also, I think my butthole should be a different shade. I can in all honesty say I don't even know what color my butthole is, and I'm proud of that fact. Yep. So, okay. So there's the situation. And here, here's the other possibility of how this started in general. So there's this, you know, someone, and they're saying, oh, yeah, this is awesome. And the other person's like, ah, oh, yes, this feels great. Ah, oh, touch me there. This is great. Ah, oh, it's wonderful. So, oh, this gets even better. So, ah, he said, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to put my face near your butt. Ah, oh, yeah, do it. <laughs> you put your face near my butt. Put your nose, like, right in there. Just do whatever you want. It doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, this is so hot. So, wait, wait, wait. Hang on. Wait, wait. What? Wait. What? Your butthole's a weird color. Huh? And then they have to have this embarrassing conversation where the dude's like, I, I'm out. I, I can't. No, I'm sorry. Your your butthole is the wrong color. I'm leaving. So she, ha- so, you know, the other person ha- has to go crying into the esthetician the next day. Like, oh, you're here for your, you know, I can get you frosted tips and that. <laughs> they said they don't like my butthole. <laughs> Well, we can help you with that. You know, we, we've we've got we've got the juice. Just just get up in the stirrups there. <laughs> but it's just, so something happened that this needed to be a thing that needs to change mm-hmm. on someone, and then that you know leads to the popular. Oh, yeah, it started bleaching my butt, and and so and so really likes it now. So oh yeah, they're all over it. It's like oh oh my god, you got a bleached butthole. I want to do things with you all the time. We should, we should, we should party constantly. We should go get, we should go get exactly four plants of marijuana. <laughs> no more, because then we'll get in trouble. No more, no less. <laughs> and then we'll go to the, we'll go to the glow trampoline place. And yes, in my new car. Get, get hoop, hooped up on anal bleaching and Let's play some podcasts on the way. <laughs> I just. I'm usually amused by the conversations behind the history of something, like, you know, the kind of thing of who invented the sandwich. Or just... Yeah, the Earl of Sandwich. I like to play cards. Because, <laughs> oh, what was that one? Someone pasted in the, in the chat channel today, and it was just... Did you know that hot dogs were invented by accident by, you know, the, the famous Johnny Hot Dogs when he <laughs> accidentally, accidentally poured a large bag of his artisanal pig anuses into the... What was it? Into his dick shaping machine, <laughs> <laughs> and that one, oh man, that one hit me just the right way. It's just explanation, explanation humor that it it can't possibly be as simple as that. You know, things that took hundreds and thousands of years to invent, like bread. I love the, the yeah, not not even sandwich, but bread. And someone sort of says, "Oh yeah, see those, see the, see them plants over there? Yeah, hey, why don't you cut a few of them down, dry them out, and then like grind them up into a powder." Okay, why? Oh, hear me out, hear me out. And then, 
you you got to mix some water in with that and then leave it to bake and like rise for a while. Why why is this so complicated? Just just have an apple. Eat an apple. No, 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 no. no. We got to try this. We got to try this. Yeah. I got an idea for this new television show. Hang on. Hang on now. They're they're ninjas, but also (laughs) they're turtles. No, no, no. It makes sense because they're mutants. Yeah. Bob, uh, oh, what's his name? Bob Newhart, comedian. He used to, he used to do a number of things like this, and I, I used to love listening to his stuff. He he talked about the invention of cigarettes, and he's got this huge bit where it's a one side of Foden conversation between the guy uh, listening to the guy trying to explain to him how he invented cigarettes, yeah. and it, 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 yeah, so it, it's that it's that kind of explanation of the humor. I I do highly enjoy it. Uh, as far as the other, yeah, that that that's uh, that's kind of our WTF moment for that. Yeah. <laughs> Did we? I I don't I don't recall us uh, doing any. What are we talking about? I don't I don't think we let anything slip. Mm, no, not a single reference. I really we were worried when we first started doing this. Yeah. Like, oh, it's just going to be inside jokes. No one's going to understand what we're talking about. We're just going to say things like, "Oh, <laughs> why couldn't you put the bunny back in the box?" And just talking movie. Well, there you go. That, You've got two. Are you happy now? Yeah, I am. Well, I wrote them down, so they're right yeah. there. That's excellent. Uh, so yeah, of that movie, I think we've discussed this. I don't remember if we discussed it on the podcast, but Con Air being one of our favorite collective movies, because I think the statement we said is nobody nobody watches, watches or nobody, loves Con yeah, Air nobody, like the way yeah, we, we love yeah. and watch Con Air. <laughs> yeah, nobody has seen Con Air the way we have seen Con Air. The finest of all cinematographic adventures. I mean, what's not to like? John Cusack, John Malkovich, yep. all those other people. Ving. Rums is in it. Dave Chappelle, uh, Danny Trejo. Everyone knows Danny Trejo. He's that he, guy that looks like he just got slashed. Yeah. Uh, Cole Meany. <laughs> and like the one female. Oh, uh, there's yeah. a woman in that movie. Yeah, guard, uh, guard Sally. Ah, uh, uh, there was like two women because there was also uh, Nicholas Cage's wife. Oh, played by yeah, uh, Monica Chief, Potter. Um, Cheap Julia Julia Roberts. Yeah, cheap. Yeah, poor man's Julia Roberts. That's the one. Uh, I forget her name. It's not Monica. <laughs> Were you going to say Monica Lewinsky? That's no, Monica not right po- at all. Monica Potter. Isn't Mon- that her? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Monica Potter. Yeah. Who looks yeah. exactly like a slightly youthful version of Julia Roberts. Yeah, poor man. Discount, <laughs> discount Julia Roberts. Yeah. And I was going to say the guard was a discount. Um, oh, dear. Sally Bishop. Guard Sally Bishop. Is she sort of like a discount? Oh, Oh, I can't remember her name. She's in so many of the movies. She was in Men in Black 2. Uh, she's in all the Daredevil and uh, Marvel Netflix shows. I don't know who you're talking about. Well, because oh, she uh, plays... Ca- yeah. Now you do. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Now we don't need to find, find her name because uh, we know who we're talking about. Yeah. Anyway. I, uh, hang on. Hang we, on. It'll, it'll come to me. We both immensely love Con Air. We repeat it and talk in references from it all the time. I mean, oh, absolutely. I, I can't... People can't even say the Rosario the, Dawson. That's the one. the yeah. The date July fourteenth. I can't hear that. <laughs> My daddy's coming home on July fourteenth. That's exactly why yeah. I can't hear that. Yeah. I just cannot hear that date. Damn, John Malkovich. <laughs> yeah. Make a move and the bunny gets it. For some reason, I mean, we like other movies. We like Fifth Element. We like uh, Waterworld. But I think Con Air is probably the one that's up there as the yeah. best movie. Yeah, definitely. And we haven't even watched it in a while. When was the last time you watched that movie? Uh, it's, it's not like we make like a an annual pilgrimage to I, pop in the DVD player. I think it was, yeah, it was, now it's Con Air Day. I watched it like like within the last month. 
it was on. I think. It was, right. I think it was on Netflix, and I'm. I was like, well, "What am I gonna watch tonight? I'm really bored." I'm going oh, Con Air. Wish Ross was here. Yeah, the one time I watched something that I was really bored at, I watched the third Mummy movie, and I very much regret it. I should have just watched Con Air. Maybe I should pop it in my favorites. Mm. Netflix Canada. I love Netflix Canada. Well, I just really wish that there was a slightly easier way of knowing. I mean, I, I think there's a couple of websites that are all like, is this one on Netflix Canada? Because you read on Reddit all the time, like, oh, watch that Netflix, it's awesome. And then I think, oh, I'm going to go watch that. And I turn on Netflix Canada because I don't do the whole VPN, Cheatamificate American account thing. Yeah. And I can't find it. And I think, eh, well, that's a bit of a letter. Food. <laughs> well, that wraps it up for another episode. That's episode five of the can. Uh, you can <laughs> follow us on <laughs> right, right in the can, right in your, right in your bleached asshole. <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter at Sean and Ross. Yep, and we're right. Sean and Ross Podcast at gmail.com, something like that. Yeah, something like that. No, or yeah. What do you say, Sean and Ross Podcast at gmail.com. That's the one. Yeah. So, or you can uh, text Ros- John. Or you can Rosario text Dawson. Find find us on any of the basic. Uh, social media things that we are privy to is you you've been receiving some feedback i believe i have uh been receiving some fan mail fan mail through (laughs) get this get this Uh sms that's what i said i said you can text us don't text me come on like what 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 century are you from You've just admitted I, that you read them. Well, yes, because my phone is all ping, ping, and it's this guy telling me about all the stuff I'm doing that's awesome. And I'm like, you know, appreciate it, but, you know, do you have some new software to learn or four, plan, four, four plants to grow? That's <laughs> true. He's really going to love this one. Oh, yeah. boy. Your phone's going to explode when he hears this one. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, join us in another two weeks. We'll see you then. Yeah. It's a good thing I'm not totally sleepy and tired. Uh, Hang on there.